don't care. Life is short. Sure, I'm in the thumb club. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. We're back. Neither live nor local on the Bets and Quotes podcast on one of the thousands of podcast platforms that are out there for you to listen on. I made a uh, choice last night, by the way. Oh no! I made it. Was that calling Bets the c word? Uh, that as well. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that. That made me laugh so hard. Um, <laughs> I love you, but fantasy football is a giant c word. <laughs> Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes by the rubes, talking all things power trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. And why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. The guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not... Feel free to play Jax on Official initials versions two and three are out. And Dave, you attended the launch party this afternoon. Uh, I sit here in Kansas City, uh, envious of you. Uh, how was it? Uh, it was amazing. Udapils is great, and uh, there it was a star. It, it was basically like the Emmys of uh, the Power Trip celebrities. You know, just super famous people everywhere, including both bonuses. Uh, Zach Daniels, Corey Cove, Chris Hockey, um, and uh, a smattering of others. M- Michael J. Musman III was there as well. Um, it was just a really great time. It almost sounds like a pre-party for the iHeart Podcast Awards was being held there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody except for Seacrest. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and and the power trip is is up for so many awards this year at the iHeart Music uh, Festival <laughs> that uh, I'm sure they were uh, they were they were just thrilled to have this awesome party for the uh, for the awards. But well, no, that's awesome. Uh, did you have some raising canes while you were there? Uh, I didn't. I, I might have showed up after the canes left or the Seventh uh, Avenue Pizza left, uh, but I did get a vi- uh, a very small cup of. Uh, Honey and Mackey's ice cream oh, to go. Son of a bitch. On top of about uh, three or four uh, KFN the beers. So uh, yeah, it, I'm feeling pretty good right now. You can't tease me. What flavor did you get? Okay, so they had like six flavors, which was impressive. At like a, I thought they'd just have like one or two. Well, it's like at the golf tournament, right? Right. Yeah, but but they like came in like pre-packaged, like smaller, like oh. half cups or whatever. Oh, son but of a um. Bitch. So I I instantly fell for Cookie Monster, but I saw Sinful was on the list, and I have not tried Sinful yet, and I love cinnamon, so uh, I went Sinful, Chuck. Uh, How does it rate compared to uh, the uh, Cookie Monster? I haven't ate that yet. I'm waiting until the edible fully kicks in yet. Um, Until I – maybe while you're uh, ripping off the bets, maybe I'll run to the freezer quick. 
All right, that that might be a, that might be a good plan. So, <laughs> all right, well, sounds like an absolute blast. Um, yeah, I just I, I wish I could have been there, but um, happy for all of you guys that were there. I saw lots of pictures of a lot of our listeners that were there, and it was it was good to see the faces um, getting together because uh, doesn't seem to happen often enough. Uh, you know, Vegas, our golf tournament, and it sounds like the launch party and. Hopefully we can do it again sometime soon and I can actually take part in it. That would be a blast. Well, we've got lots to cover tonight. We've got just the, this is like a whole mishmash of a show tonight. Uh, we've got um, we got a bets update, of course. We're going to do the quotes of the week. In your thoughts, we are going to do a bets and quotes quickie and we will do a KFN, the restaurant menu. Now, KFN, the restaurant closed many, many years ago. It didn't last for very long. And they've said over and over that if they brought it back today, it probably would work. And so we've got a menu ready to go with a menu item for each member of the extended Power Trip family. So that'll be in your thoughts. And then, of course, we'll do quotes, notes, and have our locks of the week following our brilliant 0-2 week last week. But, hey, hope hope springs eternal. It's an even-numbered week. I have a good feeling about even-numbered weeks. So... Um, in our Patreon section, not a whole lot to say other than our we'll, we will do our happy hour sometime in November. We'll figure out a date. If you want to join us, it's patreon.com slash bets and quotes. All right, well, let's get rolling with the bets update. Partridge, Well, Dave, they did it. 50K. We hit the mark. First time ever. $50,000 in handle on the Parish versus the Field bet. It's official, and I can think of no better way to celebrate than playing one of my favorite Van Halen songs, Dreams, because that bet total just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. Yes, yes, to quote uh, Creed from 2001, Can you take the handle higher? <laughs> That's one of the only times I think I'll allow Creed on this podcast, so uh, well played. <laughs> well, uh, and and I lost my Blizzard bet with you, so uh, I Venmoed you, and uh, ha- have you actually had the Blizzard yet? I have not. That is this. Uh, that is the mission for either Saturday or Sunday. Uh, I will be giving myself a nice big old Butterfinger Blizzard and yes. uh, enjoying that in lieu of the honey and mackies I missed out at at the uh, launch party today. So yes. Parish versus the field, um, <laughs> and I love that. Uh, that you know, of course, that, that that's a big bet. You know, five hundred dollars each side, a thousand bucks. That uh, that puts you over when you're at forty nine thousand and change. So, uh, but what I loved about it is the first time I tweeted about it because somebody had tweeted me about are they going to do Parish versus the field, and I, I I'd either quote tweeted or replied or something, and Sauce immediately responded to it and said, Corey, I'll take the I'll take the field. You in? And um, so, and Corey never responded to it. So then uh, on uh, on Monday or when they were doing the show, uh, the topic came up again, and Meat Sauce was like, "Yeah, I'll take the Parish team." So uh, <laughs> apparently, Meat Sauce didn't care what side of the bed he was on; he just wanted the action. Hell yeah! I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, it, it's a good bet. I I don't know. I haven't totally broke it down on my side. Um, 
obviously you do a lot more research on. I actually didn't make any preseason NHL futures, but uh, I don't know. He's got the Lightning, so I feel like the Lightning in Colorado alone is a good bet. But yeah. um, I, I guess, yeah, I guess I would be on the Paris side of this one. Well, five of the top eight teams are Parish teams, so he's yeah. he's definitely got. Some chances in there, but, you know, the field is definitely still the favorite because it's just a large number of teams and it's hockey and anything can happen in the playoffs. So, uh, Well, but, should we do it? Um, Yeah. What side do you want? Okay. I want Parrish. All right. And All right. Uh, what are the stakes? Earl of Sandwich? It's, it's a season long. Well, let's see. Earl of Sandwich. Let's see. Yeah, we're not going to know the Stanley Cup winner by the time we're in Vegas because we're going to be in Vegas in early May. Um, yeah. but yeah, let's still go Earl of Sandwich. Let's do, and let, let's do a double. So a double French dip at Earl of Sandwich. How about a Caniac through Venmo and then a French dip in May? Okay. That, well, we're not going to know the result by May though, but you know what? I think we might have a, a secret non-power trip Vegas trip sometime next year. So maybe we'll pay off that bet there. So yeah, we'll do a yeah. Caniac and an Earl of Sandwich. That'll work. So Beauty. Sounds good. All right. And the field bets seem to be the theme on the power trip or I, I, meat sauce absolutely loves somebody versus the field. Uh, we already talked about the giants and rays versus the field um, that he did versus bonus. Uh, the rays are out, but the Giants are still alive, and of course, on the Bets and Quotes podcast, we've been, we actually got we did get an iHeart nomination for the number one podcast for live score updates. So uh, take that power trip. We actually got a nomination. Yeah, we are the Amelia Santanello and uh, Frank Vassalero of uh, reporting podcast live scores. Hundred percent. And in the top of the sixth inning, there is no score between the Dodgers yes. and the Giants. So uh Meat Sauce <laughs> has uh maybe three or four innings left to live in this. We'll see how it goes. But he needs yeah. the Giants to win tonight uh to stay alive in this bet. The other field bet that Meat Sauce took this week, uh he threw that out there today just from out of nowhere. Uh he did Georgia versus the field to win the college football championship and what I loved about this one, is, you know, he uh, he got Konzemius <laughs> and Tommy to take it for $50 each. And what I loved about this one is you could tell Corey was ready to rip him to shreds because Corey immediately looked up what the odds were on Georgia. And I think Corey was mildly disappointed to realize that Georgia was only plus 130 now that Alabama is lost. So, you know, definitely advantage to uh, Konzemius and Tommy. But uh, Sauce actually wasn't too far off a fairly even bet on Georgia. Yeah, I saw this as uh, low as plus one ten today, which which I think is insane because uh, although you know Alabama had a bad game uh, against Texas A and M last week uh, in front of like a hundred and twenty thousand uh, opposing fans, including uh, Mike Grimm. Yes, including Mike Grimm. Um, I think Alabama still should be the favorite, but yeah, I guess I, <laughs> I would take the rest of the country versus uh, Georgia, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I would too because uh, Georgia has—they're notorious for um, not uh, not finishing well. Um, and Alabama, you know, the thing about Alabama though is it does raise the stakes a little bit because if they have some other fluky loss here along the way, they won't get into the college football playoff. Which right. you know they they kind of have to run clean here. They probably can lose the uh, the championship game at the end of the year and still get in if they yeah. win everything else. But you know, it just it, there's a little bit heightened pressure on Alabama here to uh, to run clean the rest of the way. But yeah, I, I definitely think I would take the the field versus Georgia for sure. Yeah, and definitely how it breaks for Alabama. They could 
they have to win every other game. They can lose the SEC championship, I think, if it's, you know, a three-point game or something like that. Right, yeah, that's not going to kill them. So, yeah, plus I need Alabama on my stupid big parlay that I did in Vegas. So uh, Yeah, on. and I need it too because I won the, <laughs> uh, the ticket that – Yes. Uh, uh, power trip trivia for that day. Absolutely. Yep. So, all right. Quickly running through the other bets. Uh, we've got the Dolphins versus Jags. And the only reason I bring that one up is because it's Alex Scooby's Dolphins versus the uh, Jaguar Ladies Jags. So, man, uh, that, that just tugs <laughs> at my heartstrings. Uh, two of my favorite people and two of their favorite teams. I don't know who I'll be cheering for in that bet. Um, we've also got the Eagles versus the Bucks. Tommy took the Eagles plus seven, and Sauce took the Bucks. And <laughs> another live score update because uh, you know we're we're earning our award here tonight. The Bucks are up twenty four to eight. Or, I'm sorry, twenty eight to fourteen in the third quarter. Uh, the Eagles just got a score to cut it to fourteen. So Tommy needs at Let's least go. at least another score to get the push and uh, maybe a little something else uh, here. But so far, no good for the Eagles. Yeah, I got plus nine and a half live because uh, I hmm. missed the seven plus seven play um, from my guy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not looking good. The Eagles, the Eagles are awful. Yeah, it's hard for them to stop the old Bucks offense. And of course, we've got Gophers versus Nebraska. I don't need to tell you who took what side, but the line was four on that one. And the last <laughs> bet that I wanted to mention was last week's Consemius Lieber bet, which was OU versus Texas, which is absolutely one of the craziest betting finishes I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the guys didn't really talk about it because I don't think they paid too much attention uh, to an early Saturday game. But uh, OU was the three-and-a-half-point favorite. Texas was covering. The game was tied. OU's in field goal range. Ten seconds left. All they really need to do is center the ball for their kicker, kick the field goal. They win by three. Texas covers at three and a half, and Lieber wins the bet. But lo and behold, they hand off. Dude rips off like a forty or like a well, what was it, thirty-yard run for the touchdown, and Oklahoma covers on a last-second rushing touchdown when they were already in field goal range. Absolute pandemonium. Yeah, they were done. Texas was up 28 to three in the first quarter. Oh yeah. That was such an insane game. I, I, I was all, so I, <laughs> I have a, I have a betting burner account that I tweet out my hot sports gambling takes on. And, um, I, I've been fading OU hard. And so I love Texas. And then on Friday night, our college football handicapper that we follow sends us OU for two units. So I'm like, oh, man, I feel so strong on the other side. And I was like, all right, I'll wash it out and I'll play our guy's pick. And thank God I did because, wow, once Rattler got out of the game, um, it was a completely different game. Uh, Spencer Rattler absolutely blows. Um, so he'll he's destined to be a Viking uh, with the 18th overall pick next year. <laughs> there's no way Spielman drafts a quarterback in the first round. Well, actually, there's no way Spielman will be GM by that point. So that, maybe we will end up with Spencer Rattler after all. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, that will do it for the bets update. It's time for some quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right, friends, it is time to get to the quotes of the week. And we will start at number three with John Creasel. 
Yeah, right. happy 40 years old. Yeah. yeah, man. It's been a good run. Shoot, I didn't think I was making it past 25, and I've got uh, 15 years of bonus spins, Hell right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, yeah brother. getting better, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Creasel putting his life in terms of bonus spins. Yes. Uh, I guess not all really good quotes on the power trip are necessarily funny, but... Uh, uh, love that from John, uh, you know, living his best life, uh, you know, celebrating his 40th birthday. So uh, uh, good to good to hear another quote from John Creasel. Definitely. Yes. And it, it makes you wonder just how many bonus spins on slot machines he's earned in those 15 years of life bonus oh, spins. So, uh, so many. Got to be in the thousands. <laughs> so many Wonkas. Um, all right. Let's move to number two. And it is. Uh, local TV personality now, Chris Hawk. World Series of Poker. Good for you. Yeah, I'm happy to hear it. Hell yeah. I'm so glad. When's the main event? Uh, a little less than a month. Mm. You should stop by Continental Diamond on your way out. Yeah, you should. That's the only way you're getting a bracelet. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's genius, Hogs. Yeah, thank That's you. mostly true. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I love Corey at the end there, too. That's mostly true. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just shocked myself, and I think Corey said it as well um, a couple seconds after that, was uh, that he was just surprised that like Hawk knew that if you win a World Series of Poker event that you win a bracelet. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, somewhere – that's the thing. Over these 20 years of the power trip, Hawk has – heard all this information and it's all there somewhere in his brain and every once in a while he accesses it at just the right moment yeah yeah like his random you know like scott skiles you know another huge moment there too absolutely <laughs> all right well the only one that could top chris this week is max a man in lithuania wanted to stop drinking alcohol yep so for some reason he replaced alcohol with eating Metal nails, screws, nuts, and knives. Huh. Hmm. It's one way to get hammered. Well, yeah. what did he do? Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. All right, we'll give you that. <laughs> Max with the dad joke. All right. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, you know, suck it, Twitter. It wasn't a racial. T- it wasn't a racial joke. It was just a, a really funny joke. So, uh, take that. Yes, indeed. Max uh, Max is showing his range, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Max is a couple of people have given me crap for that. Um and it's like, "Oh, you always put Max in the quotes of the week, you know, just kind of like, oh yeah, just like you complain that I always put Chris Hockey in the, you know, quotes of the week." It's like, "They're funny. They're funny. They're Chuck. funny." There's a reason why they're um in there. It's uh yeah, so uh suck it they're they're the quotes of the week yeah you always put creasel in the quotes of the week too yeah god man (laughs) he must talk Uh, awesome all right and that'll do it for the quotes of the week it's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts copyright dark star all right well first up uh we're gonna do uh the kfa ed menu we'll save the quickie for the second one um, so this was your idea and this is a brilliant idea. Um, you know, cafe in the restaurant is before our time. Uh, and, uh, it, it was very short lived. And I think, you know, they, they've always talked about how it would be a great idea. Um, if, you know, if they had it today, that it would probably be successful, which makes me wonder why it hasn't happened. Cause they've been saying that for a couple of years, but, 
Um, who knows? The the bosses tend to screw a lot of things up on the power trip, and maybe this is just one more. Uh, but you had the brilliant idea of, hey, let's put together a restaurant menu for KFAN, the restaurant, or more specifically, the power yeah. trip restaurant, um, with all the, the extended personalities. So we kind of did that. And, um, you know, and if you want to see the original KFA and the restaurant menu, which didn't have a lot of Power Trip influence, but there were there were a couple things out there. Uh, you can find that on the old uh, Power Trip wiki out there. So just Google like Power Trip wiki restaurant and you you can find the original menu out there. I think uh, Power Trip initials threw that out there on the wiki page for us. So but yeah, so uh, so great idea, Dave. Uh, do you want to just kind of give an overview of the concept of the menu? Yes. So uh, we narrowed it down to, and I know there's even more, uh, you know, hosts and ancillary characters of the power trip, but we narrowed it down to 15. So there are three, there are going to be three appetizers, six entrees, three desserts, and three signature cocktails uh, for this power trip, the restaurant. And uh, Chuck, I think we'll just go back and forth and we'll, we will start with appetizers. All right. Well, um, you know, we we both kind of agreed on on this one a hundred percent, and uh, the, uh, the the only thing was, you know, really the name of the appetizer and what it was going to be. But we both agreed that Tommy Olson needed to have nachos because uh, basically that's all. If you follow Tommy on Twitter, that's about all he tweets now. Is somebody will tweet at him <laughs> a picture of nachos, and then he'll quote tweet it with, "Those are some awesome shows." So uh, <laughs> so Tommy had to have shows. Um, I, you know, I, I honestly kind of almost like your name better, but I named him the, oh, core, core, we have to order chose nachos from Tommy. So, uh, cause that's, <laughs> that's how you have to order them when you're in the restaurant. Cause that's exactly how Tommy would order them. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think on the, uh, on the, the nachos, you probably have to put, uh, maybe we put like the, the, uh, the Reese's and Sour Patch on there from his song. Um, you know, that that could be some toppings on, uh, Tommy's nachos, or, you know, maybe you put different, uh, different meats from the big 10 opponents that, uh, the Gophers are going to defeat. Like, you know, maybe you put some, some badger meat on there, for example. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe you put some Buckeyes from Ohio state on there. Um, you know, some Wolverine meat would be good on there. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of different options for toppings and any way you slice it, the chose are going to be fire. Yeah, I, I love it. I, uh, it, it obviously was obvious enough that I had it on my menus as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, that is a very, that sounds like a very tasty, uh, appetizer. All right. Well, that was the only appetizer that, that I had on my menu. So why don't you give us the, uh, the other two appetizers that made the power trip restaurant menu? All right, the next one I have is uh, the Bloomington Jefferson Onion. Oh. Uh, our, our signature appetizer features a fully bloomed sweet yellow onion, deep fried and piled high, topped with green onion and from the mighty shores of the Long Island. Please note that Perry's Onion Recipe is not currently available for buyout. <laughs> oh i love it uh yes that is uh that is perfect and and you know a little tip of the cap to john bonus too who is also a bloomington jefferson alum yeah we forget that uh he rocks the baby blue so uh, <laughs> very good uh next up here uh final one for the appetizers is uh Helvie's hot wings 
Uh, just when you think you've got these juicy bone-in wings figured out, uh, the dry rub from Zach's 69 Herbs and Spices will kick you right where you don't expect. Uh, choose either bone-in or boneless. Uh, just take less than 26 years to announce your choice. <laughs> um, I I love it. I think that's that's going to be an absolute fire item. And no matter you know we're not we didn't really talk pricing of the menu, but um, I think nine dollars and sixty nine cents seems like the the right price for this item. Yeah, I think that sounds exactly right. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, we'll move on to the entree selection. Uh, the, the entrees are very important, of course. It's kind of the, the main thing that people are coming in there for. And I could think of no better place to start with the entrees than Mama's Goulash. Uh, of course, uh, this is a tr- <laughs> tip of the cap to uh, Mama Muss, uh, the goulash. Uh, you can pretty much find anything in, in goulash. You can, you can put anything in there. Except maybe the one thing that Muss was trying to get out that day. Um, Mama's goulash <laughs> will have you going six to midnight every time you order it. <laughs> oh, that's good. I I do love me some goulash. I make it all the time in the winter. Yes, yes. It's a it, it's it. You know, it's one of those things too where you know I, I'm a big one with ice cream. You eat ice cream year round, and there's so many people. Oh, it's cold outside. Why would I eat ice cream? Because it's fucking good. That's why you need the ice right. cream. But I, you know, goulash, you know, chili. Those are kind of things where they, they you know, I, I'll eat chili in the summer, but uh, chili goulash, it it takes on a little special, a little more special meaning in the winter time. Yes, that is uh, that is fair. I like that. All right, what's your uh, what's the next entree on our list here? Uh, the next one, uh, we're going to get into the proteins here with, uh, John's bony ribeye, uh, a 28 <laughs> ounce, uh, bone in dry aged ribeye for 30 days, one for each year since the hometown Minnesota twins have won their last world series title too soon. Rosie. Rosie. Oh yes. No, that, that sounds absolutely delicious. Um, I could, I go for a ribeye any day of the week, and uh, yes, the 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 bony ribeye from John Bonus, and of course afterwards you'd have to have a ribeye sex, right? Oh yeah, I, I love me some uh, some dry aged ribeye sex. <laughs> it's, a, it's a guaranteed thing. All right. Well, the the next one is you know pretty obvious, and uh, you know it didn't, didn't take a whole lot of creativity. Um, it's spaghetti with meat sauce. Um, you know, every once in a while, it's fun. You'll see somebody tweet uh, tweet at at meat sauce where they've bought something that says spaghetti with meat sauce or spaghetti with meat sauce on the menu. But the unique thing about the spaghetti with meat sauce at the Power Trip restaurant is that when you order it, now it is it is a pricey item. You know, we've we've got some more expensive items on this menu. Um, you know, we got. Tried to try to spread it out between reasonable dishes and some more exclusive dishes. This is probably the most ex- expensive menu item that we've got out there. You might say, "Well, spaghetti with meat sauce? How can that be an expensive item?" It is because when you order spaghetti with meat sauce, meat sauce himself shows up at the restaurant to sit at your table and eat wow. spaghetti with you. So it's literally spaghetti with meat sauce. Wow. So is there meat sauce on top of the spaghetti that you enjoy with meat sauce? Absolutely. And if you spill some on meat sauce, you're allowed to scoop it off him and eat it so you could eat the meat sauce off of meat sauce. So technically, then you would be <laughs> you would be eating spaghetti and meat sauce with meat sauce 
with meat sauce on your feet sauce. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that could turn into a new <laughs> fetish for weed. You never know. We might have to be careful Ooh, with that. Yeah. One, so. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like her. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I was going to make up that she had some Italian food eating, whatever. (laughs) Um, Next I have is uh, the Wild Hogs Sandwich. Um, uh, So it's pulled pork uh, served on two perfectly formed firm buns. Oh, yes. We love our firm buns, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Although he did say that, uh, that butts were his third favorite item. Uh, I believe the left breast was one, right breast was two, so the slabs were third, and I really think four was snubbed there too. Uh, if we're if we're counting all of our fun spots. Oh, definitely, yeah. It feels like a definite snub there. All right. Well, the last one that I have is, uh, you know, if if Corey's going to be part of this restaurant, we got to have something on the menu that Corey can eat, right? <laughs> So we are going to go with Rosie's Magic Chicken Fingers. Uh, We know how prominent Rosie's uh, Magic Fingers are, and these chicken fingers will have you tingling all over your body. Um, All sorts of (laughs) dipping sauces. Uh, Rosie likes to to dip his pencil in uh, lots of different sauces. Um, We're going to name most of these sauces after uh, various former female interns, uh, uh, because Rosie was always willing to give them a little bit of career advice. So uh, please come to our restaurant and enjoy Rosie's magic chicken fingers. Oh, the the mentor fingers. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that is uh, that's pretty good. And yeah, of course, if it's Power Trip, the restaurant. We need to have something for Corey to eat. So, yes, of course. And, and, and the Power Trip family really enjoys canes and chicken fingers uh, in general. So, yes, I, I love that being on the menu. Gotta have it. All right, last Andre for me is the Musky Man. Um, it is a fresh 12-ounce filet of Minnesota muskie uh, caught just north of the Iowa border in the great city of Owatonna. I like it. One of the lakes that he is from (laughs) i don't know any lakes down in owatonna (laughs) i drive by it all the time on 35 but yeah i i I can't tell you i can't name a specific lake but yes i like it it's it's minnesota we've got to have fish on there because you know land of ten thousand lakes of course and uh yeah, I like it. That's a uh, that's a perfect way to to round out like a, a and it's more of a healthy selection than maybe some of the like the chicken fingers, for example. Slightly more healthy fare for the for the discriminating gentleman. Yes. Uh... All right. Well, we'll we'll move on to the desserts. Um, and I'm gonna let you handle the desserts because uh, you know the the one I had is kind of a little bit of an overlap. So uh, why don't you tell us what we've got on the dessert menu? Okay, uh, the first one I have is Marnie's Sweet Apple Pie. Uh, freshly Aww. picked apples uh, from the lovely Gellner Orchard in Minot, North Dakota, and topped with a scoop, a rich scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. This apple pie is so warm, friendly, and unassuming, it's no wonder it's inspired by the lovely Marnie Gellner. Mommy wants some apple pie. <laughs> apple pie does bang super hard oh apple apple pie that's like really warm and then you put like some yes. ice cold ice cream on the alamode there and oh it starts to melt the ice cream oh it's the best man i i, I bet hawk uh 
puts that in the fridge then and pours milk over it. Oh yeah. And lets it ferment for like seven to seven to nine days before he eats it. My problem is I couldn't let it sit there. Like I'd have to eat it right away. I'd like I'd have to have like a whole separate pie made up that I could do that with that I would plan to eat in like seven days. So there's no way that, <laughs> that slice of pie is making it overnight with me. So all right, uh, what's our next dessert? Uh, the next dessert I have here is uh, the caramel apple pucker. Um, it is uh, served obviously without bananas, uh, cinnamon, or peanuts, uh, as those are are, are yucky ingredients uh, inspired by Carly Zucker herself. Here, um, uh, the outside is caramelized uh, and balanced with a tart afterbite that will keep you on your toes. I like it. I like it a lot. That's uh, that's definitely something I would order. Um, let's be honest, I'd probably order all the desserts. But yes, that is uh, staying very much on brand there and very delicious. And I like the exclusion of all the things that Carly doesn't like. Uh, hopefully it doesn't come with Jason either. Yeah, of course. Of course all right. What's the, uh, what's the last item on the menu for desserts? All right, the last one I have here for desserts is the Brudette Creme Boulet. Um This, this uh, very tasty French pastry uh, dessert it, on the outside seems very sweet and delightful, um, but don't let it fool you. Um, this creme brulee is topped with a layer of old balls. Yes, that is perfect. Uh, you got to have some old balls for old old obb there and this is the only dessert that has its own billboard and tv commercial that is fair uh she is uh she is a a true star here in the great state of minnesota ah yes gotta order some uh burdette uh dessert that's for sure all right well the last thing last section we have is the cocktails because of course no menu is complete without the drinks um, and the, the the beautiful thing about the way we plan this out, Dave, is uh, we're going to uh, double up on some people and leave some people completely off. But you know what? That's that's the show prep that we do here on the Bets and Quotes podcast. Uh, so I'm going to start with uh, somebody who's uh, kind of already been celebrated a couple of times. But uh, I created the cocktail known as KFAN, the restaurant meal celebration, sex on the beach, uh, honoring <laughs> our good friend John Bonus. So uh, this is sex on the beach, but of course uh, you you've got to celebrate going to KFAN the restaurant. So this is going to be your final cocktail before you have the KFAN the restaurant menu celebration sex. Uh, so a perfect drink for John Bonus to have. Mm, I like that. That uh, that that is very well done, and you know. They don't need much of anything. I mean, it could be vacuum cleaner sex or like, <laughs> you know, taking the trash out sex. It's, but, uh, you know, a tasty dessert would be a good motivator, uh, for some bonus sex. Indeed. All right. What's the uh, next drink on our menu? Uh, I have a Ben Lieber's bald Manhattan. Ooh. Um, and it, instead of the uppity streets of Manhattan, New York, this one comes from the dirty roads of Manhattan, Kansas, <laughs> uh, where Ben used to play college football at Kansas State. Um, and while they're no good at basketball, they sure can mix up a cocktail. <laughs> I like it. Yes, the uh, the old Manhattan, Kansas. So uh, beautiful. That is a that is a that's a perfect drink for old Nacho Libre there. All right. Well, the last uh, the last cocktail on the menu. 
is a is a little concoction I came up with. Um, you know, I I, I was going to do God bless vodka for Marnie, but you know we we kind of all know that, and plus we've already got competing vodkas all over the place, so uh, we're we're just going to leave that one alone. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna have Carly a, a second item here in addition to her dessert. She is going to have Gales give 16, but the uh, 16 is 0.16 because you will be 0.16 after you drink this. <laughs> it is basically the suicide cocktail where you just pour anything in there that is available at the bar yes. and serve it. So uh, yes, it, it will have you 0.16 in about two minutes, um, and you will be on your way to Gale Town. Yes, I love it. Um, yeah, one cocktail just sends you, like, <laughs> to get your stomach pumped. Like, <laughs> that's the gale. Absolutely. So, well, there you have it. That's our KFA in the restaurant menu. Uh, Dave, what what would be the first thing you would order from our list there? Man, I, I guess I go the John Boney ribeye. I, I'm a sucker <laughs> for a good steak, so uh, and especially a ribeye is my favorite cut. So that's where I lean. I love it. I absolutely love it. I might go for the uh, rosy magic chicken fingers because uh, I'm, I'm a chicken finger guy, and uh, especially with all those uh, various intern dips, that would uh, that'd be a good combination for sure. <laughs> Never forget the dip. Yes, indeed. And now it's time for a bets and quotes quickie, also known as a meat sauce. All right, it's time for a quickie. Uh, I found a a fun little one <laughs> that um, I'd forgotten really how much Meat Sauce hated Chris pa- uh, Christian Ponder, um, oh. and it, it especially towards the end of his run, it really started coming out quite a bit. Um, this is for uh, P- Ponder was still on the team at this point, uh, but he was he was pretty much on his way out because I think this is right around the time that they drafted Teddy, and. Uh, <laughs> And Sauce was not holding back on his displeasure. So here is your bets and quotes quickie. Makes sense. <laughs> Make playoffs. Oh, yeah. boy. Is he cut yet? <laughs> Make playoffs. Shut up. <laughs> I forgot what your question was already. That's I don't how dumb even... it was. Hockey. Closing out the season to make playoffs. <laughs> Too bad you didn't. Too bad you sat bench. Do you know that the... <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Too bad you read playbook. <laughs> you wore hat. Held clipboard. Did nothing. You worthless. Why pretty? You cut. No more NFL. Morbidly hideous. Exact opposite. Your wife, gorgeous. I don't think you get it now. You pretty. <laughs> Throw a ball to ground. When did you turn into unfrozen caveman lawyer? Can't move chains. Suck at job. Replaced by older guy. Make playoffs. And guy who saw field once. Make playoffs. I'm just talking. I'm sorry. Make playoffs. Yeah. You dumb for smart guy. Shows what high IQ does. Thanks, Chief. Yeah. Thanks, Johnny Five. <sighs> Sorry. Um, I got Corey to cry. What else you got? What else you got over there, Hawk? <clears throat> <laughs> oh, so, my uh, God. Oh, I missed that. That was it. Oh, I love that. Make playoffs? Shut up. 
Yeah. And, and then he like lost the spirit of the bit. Oh yeah. And then he just started saying like two words, like any two words, like <laughs> anal beads, uh, door refrigerator. Oh, I, I and, love and that. And then he just started like staying with the same like tone and going like, uh, are you blah, 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 like, <laughs> and this was before they kind of really did the like the hang out hang meat sauce out to dry bit and uh but yeah it was kind of like that where it was just like you know just <laughs> just wind him up and let him go and slowly it'll start to fade off topic just a little bit so uh <laughs> yeah it was like the john Olerud bit yep uh so yes i i love that because uh just remi- reminds us uh how inept our quarterback was and <laughs> how thoroughly fed up meat sauce was with him by that point so all right, well, it's time for Quotes Notes. Uh, you got a new open for us, or are we recycling something? Uh, it's time to reduce, reuse, and recycle another Quotes Notes open. Here we go. Quotes. Quotes Notes. Quotes Notes. Quotes. Quotes Notes. Quotes Notes. Quotes notes, 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 they were talking about Squid Games with Zach the other day, and I said that um, I, I don't know anything about it. I've heard people compare it to Power Rangers or um, all sorts of weird things, but uh, the only way I would watch it is if I was under the influence of marijuana. So nightly? Yeah, so uh, yeah, after <laughs> 9 o'clock at night every night. Um, yeah, it looks stupid otherwise. I don't know. It just... I don't get it. It, it sounds like um, their demographic is like 13 to 14 year olds. Named Parrish. So, yeah, yeah, or or all of Parrish's uh, very young kids, <laughs> who apparently are seeing uh, uh, breasts and uh, people getting killed. But um, you know, that, they'll toughen them up. They'll be willing to go into the corners at a young age and peewees. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely definitely off this as well. It, it feels like one of those uh, shows that just is kind of trendy, and so everybody's watching it because everybody's talking about it. But uh, I, I haven't seen too many people that seem to think it's like really um, something earth shattering or groundbreaking that um, I absolutely have to see. So yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a hard pass on it for now. Yeah, I'm just gonna pass on it entirely. Um, next up here I have is uh, Seinfeld. Is on my list. Corey's been. It sounds like Corey. That's new. Uh, the new Corey's background music while he's doing some work for the show. And I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Chuck and a million people have told me to start watching it. Um, it's next. I have three episodes left of The Sopranos, and then I will focus all of my uh, attention on Seinfeld. So, have you never ever watched Seinfeld before? I mean, back in the day, like, back in high school at my parents' house, like, I'd watch, like, maybe an episode or so, like, every once in a while on a rerun or something, but uh-huh. I, like, 
like I'm, I don't know enough. I just know like who the characters are. Yeah. So are you committed to like watching the whole thing beginning to end? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to go for it. Okay. The only, the only spoiler I will give you is, uh, and it's not really a spoiler because most people say seasons one and season two are the two worst and they are. And so it's, yeah. just, it's kind of a slow burn on seasons one and season two. Um, just, uh, when you get to season three, uh, and we can talk about it when you get there, but uh, I will die on the hill of season three is by far the best season of Seinfeld, and it's it's not even close. And we we can talk about yeah. it when you get there, but uh, yeah, work your way through. I'm I'm glad you're committed to the whole thing because yeah, um, seasons one and two they they are a little bit slower, and it's just you know kind of kind of building a little bit. But uh, season three is where the whole thing catches fire. So if you're if you're out there and you know you're just gonna jump into Seinfeld because you know you can jump in anywhere because it doesn't really tell a continuous story, so you can jump in anywhere. Um, if you're if you're not committed to watching the whole thing, I would suggest starting with season three. Um, it's it's brilliant yeah it, it sounds like a number of people have recommended that but uh yeah i i I've, i feel like in my tv viewing right now i'm trying to do justice to very highly rated or very well thought of tv shows that i have not watched from the past uh to get my full i, I got some power rankings uh in my notes app that are pretty crazy i got dramas and comedies and um mm-hmm. i'm trying to become uh uh, a mini maestro you would say <laughs> and i'm in that boat too where like with seinfeld and curb your enthusiasm i mean it's one and one a for me and it it really probably depends on which one i saw most recently but i mean the, you can't go wrong with seinfeld it is it is so damn funny and you know the the fact that it was on network tv and stuff and it had to be a little bit cleaner i think is even more the reason why it's actually better than curb your enthusiasm in my book because they did have guardrails and parameters that they had to stay within and it's still every bit as funny as curb your enthusiasm to me so um i just tip the hat to seinfeld for being able being able to do what they did on network tv for sure yeah um next up uh i am a kraken fan chuck yes Um, their their color scheme they have two former st cloud state huskies on their team also uh our nhl guy almost primarily plays money line dogs in the nhl so we'll probably be on them like 70 times this season yeah so uh i think i'm just gonna have to be like cracking as my second favorite team <laughs> i think they're my third favorite team because they were playing vegas the other night and i was like i eh, just still kind of cheering for vegas but you know hey go cracking so uh, i don't i don't dislike them in any way shape or form yet they haven't given me any reason to hate them and they're pretty badass uh, uniforms and uh, logo and name and everything. So, uh, yeah, go Kraken. Yeah, I- I'm setting up all my uh, crackheads, uh, the the Kraken uh, forums online and all the Twitter accounts and everything. So uh, look out for the- those crackheads uh, me- media posts. Yes. Um, next up, I went to uh, my first Vikings game at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, this last Sunday, where they win slash lost uh, to the Detroit Lions on a last second field goal. In terms of the stadium, I thought it was absolutely spectacular. It was beautiful. Um, I wasn't sure if it'd be better to go for a day or a night game, but it was a nice, bright, sunny day, and uh, yeah, it was 
the stadium is just beautiful. We had some pretty good seats in the lower level. Oh, good for uh, for me, my family. But uh, yeah, it was really cool to see. And uh, Rosie blew the Helga horn or the the Gala horn before horn. the game, the Galler <laughs> horn. Um, so that was really cool. The the stadium was just yelling uh, the Beaver and uh, all of his favorite lines um, in unison with their skull claps. So it was a it was a pretty fun time uh, at US Bank Stadium on Sunday. So I have to ask you the obvious question: When the Lions got the two point conversion to go up seventeen to sixteen, uh, what were you cheering for? Uh, chaos. I yes, was, I was all for chaos at that moment. Um, <laughs> Uh, I actually didn't have any grease on the game, which felt right because laying 10 on the Vikings, I don't care who they're playing. Um, I was never going to do that, and I would never bet on the Lions unless instructed otherwise. But, uh, yeah, I was rooting for chaos. I knew – I mean, I kind of called for this before the season uh, started that this was just going to kind of be like a lost year. Like they're not good enough to go to the playoffs – and if they don't go to the playoffs, they're going to get rid of the GM and the head coach and possibly even the quarterback. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, burn, baby, burn. Screw it. <laughs> Tank for uh, uh, not only Hawks crank, but uh, the next uh, quarterback waiting. Absolutely, yes. Uh, anything to get Rick gone um, is uh, is fine with me. I mean, obviously I'd love for them to go on a run and make the playoffs, but – you know the wor- the absolute worst thing they can do is miss the playoffs by like a game or half a game, and that's almost feels like exactly what they're gonna do. So. Yep. Yep. Um. Next up for me, Chuck. My bad audio problems. Uh. For the quotes of the week on the show are over. Um. Because I bought a new laptop. Um, I realized it was actually more of a of a computer problem than an internet or program problem. So uh, you're going to be looking forward to hearing some cleaner audio on not only this podcast, but uh, on Mondays on the Power Trip Morning Show. Well, that's beautiful. I am looking forward to it, and congratulations. Yes. Um, next up, uh, time for two more. Um, if you have not seen The Great Paul Meets Us or The Common Man to Stand Up, uh, this weekend, he is doing one show. Um, it is at New Hope Cinema Grill on Saturday at 8 p.m., uh, one show only. Tickets are available online at newhopecinemagrill.com. Uh, wh- where's the name of the place again? Uh, that is uh, newhopecinemagrill.com. Yes, I'm desperately hoping that someday he will do a show when I'm actually in town, because I will definitely be there if that happens. Yeah, or or we could just go to the loon and you could ask him to do some free show. <laughs> That'll work too. Just give him a couple brews and uh, he'll start dropping the f bombs for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, last one here uh, for me is just a personal one, and uh, you know, for us, for all those huskies out there, uh, Mark Parrish, uh, you will probably never listen to this podcast, but uh, huskies are playing our biggest rivals. What I think. Um, the the team that I dislike the most in all of sports, uh, the Minnesota Golden Gopher men's hockey team, <laughs> uh, home and home this weekend at Mariucci on Friday night, and then uh, up in St. Cloud, um, the hellhole, the concrete jungle, and it is going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, the return of Bob Motzko back to St. Cloud Obviously, he's lost, uh, tragically lost his son over the summer, Mac, yep. um, in, in a terrible accident. 
Um, this is the first real um, college hockey game uh, since the pandemic started um, at the Herb Brooks National Hockey Center. Um, and it's what St. Cloud fans, I think, still consider their biggest rival, even though um, the Gophers screwed up and joined the Big Ten. I, I can't wait, Chuck. I'm going to be uh, very intoxicated, <laughs> and I am going to have a fantastic weekend watching some college hockey in the great state of Minnesota. So you said it's a home-and-home home series. What What's the uh, seating capacity approximately in St. Cloud? 6,500, I think, standing room. They do another 700. Okay, so about 7,200 total? Yeah. Well, that's nice. So they should average uh, like 3,600 for the weekend then. Well, yeah, of course, because there's going to be about three old ladies at Mariucci reading the newspaper while the while the game's going on on Friday night. Uh, so sad. So sad. I remember when that was like the toughest ticket in town. and it's it, just... it actually is this weekend, though. We paid May... 60 Well, because all the St. Cloud people are going to go to Mariucci and take it over. It's not going to be filled with gopher fans. Right, uh, of course. So They're, sad. Uh... So freaking sad. Yeah, it is sad. Um, but that's all I got. That's all the nonsense I have. All right. Well, it's time for the locks of the week. Uh, we both blew it last week. So um, I remain on the tee. We're both two and three. Uh, but it's an even-numbered week, and that is a great sign for me. Cause, uh, and I did exactly what I said last weekend. I, I'd only put real money on, like, two games last weekend. And I think I went – I think I split them. So um, I actually came out fairly well. I used my better edge money – to place all my bets last weekend, and of course I lost, so it was absolutely the right call. Um, and so this week uh, we're back on the bandwagon because it's an even-numbered week, um, and my lock of the week is the Dallas-New England game. Bill Belichick has an unbelievable record um, coming off a loss um, at home. Uh, I know he doesn't have Tom Brady anymore, and I get that Dallas has been hot, but that's exactly why this line is, uh, you know, I think it's only three and a half at this point uh, because of the unbelievable record. But I'm actually going away from the spread on this one. I think New England dominates this game, and for that reason, I'm saying play the under 51 in this game. So, mm. um, you know, I, who knows? Dallas could get could get fluke, you know, could get fluky. They could get a little bit lucky, cover the spread, whatever. Um, but I think New England's really going to dictate the pace of play in this game, and I think that it's going to be much more low scoring than the books think. So I'm saying Dallas, New England under 51. Mm, I like it. And uh, for my, I also have an under Chuck, and it is going to be uh, put on an early pot of uh, of coffee. And uh, wake up your good friend Andy because we are going over the pond at 8.30 for the Dolphins and Jaguars. Ah. Uh, We are going to take the under 47 because of the last 11 London games, eight of them have gone under. These are two terrible teams from two terrible towns, terrible cheerleaders, terrible concessions, terrible ownership, terrible general managing, um, and... Nothing's going to happen. I think this is this is going to be a zero zero draw, just like soccer <laughs> over there uh, in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I think you're dead on in this one. Um, absolutely terrible on both sides. The only the only thing that's good about these two teams is their number one super fans. Uh, we both love 100 percent in Alex Scooby and the Jacksonville Lady. 
Yeah, it, it is going to be emotional for both sides. Uh, <laughs> what are the chances Scooby actually wakes up for that? Because he's even two hours early. That's a 6.30 a.m. game for him out west. Oh, he'll be up for it because uh, he'll uh, he'll be he'll be ready for the misery of being the team that hands Jacksonville their first win in like a year and a half. So because uh, uh, Scooby, Scooby loves his Dolphins and he wears his heart on his sleeve and uh, he'll – He'll praise them when they're winning, and he will be demoralized when they're losing. So uh, if they happen to blow this one in Jacksonville, he'll be all over it. Yeah, I love it. I, I hate that game. I, I wish there were better London games because even last week I'm like, I'm not watching this. I'm going to play golf. <laughs> the other reason to watch it is to see if you can see our good friend Andy in the crowd because Andy is going to be at the Jacksonville-Miami game in Ooh. London. So enjoy your game, Andy, and it uh, should be lots of fun. I'll be looking for you. I'll be looking for the guy that's, like, passed out and uh, screaming on the on the sidelines, wondering yep. why there's not a soccer match going on. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you for hanging with us this week. Uh, Dave, where can they find you at in the meantime? On Twitter or Instagram at PowerTripQuotes. I'm, of course, at PowerTripBets and PTBets on Instagram. Thanks for listening, guys. We will talk to you next week. And sneak preview, we got an interview with Mike Zimmer. Ooh. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie. <laughs>